1: Now, this week is International Men's Health Week and medical professionals are keen to highlight the fact that many health problems uh, for men uh, of all ages are preventable. And both boys and men need to engage in healthier lifestyle choices and look for help when they need it. So why is all the research saying that men are more reluctant to go to a doctor than women? Well, we're joined by Dr. Diane Bennis, who's a Limerick GP with webdoctor.ie. And good morning to you, Diane. Good morning, Joe. So have we come closer to understanding why there's a reluctance by men to get things checked out with a GP, for example?
0: Yes, we have, Joe. I suppose the good news is that our population health on a national level shows a decrease in mortality. But there is an excess mortality amongst men and this represents a fundamental inequality in health. Men die nearly six years younger than women. Men have a higher death rate at all ages. The average number of years lived in good health, free from disability, is lower for men than women. Um, and the leading causes of death in men are cancers, mainly respiratory prostate and melanoma, and circulatory disease. Just a few kind of boring but interesting statistics, Joe. Um, in the 15 to 34 age group, 61% of deaths are caused by accidents and suicides in boys and men. Um, Road traffic accidents figure for 2021 shows that males account for almost three quarters of all deaths. Um, Alcohol, 78% of men drink alcohol, and over half of those binge drink as a normal routine for them. And then drugs, smoking, um, thankfully, is at its lowest level ever at the moment. But illegal drug use has increased, again, especially amongst men. Men are twice as likely as women to use drugs. And in particular, more recently, cocaine use has increased amongst men, especially in that 25 to 34 age group. So you can really see there, um, right. looking at those statistics, well. that men have the highest level of health damaging and risk behaviour. Okay, um, well, well,
1: I have to say, no, Diane, as a man, I'm not feeling too yeah, good after all that.
0: I know, I know it's all, but there, there, is, there is some good coming oh, as great. well. Oh, great! Tell um, me! Now, the um, suicides, which is a big issue, 8 out of 10 suicides are... Male suicides and the highest rate is the 45 to 54 age group. But uh, paradoxically, women access mental health services three times more than men. And a recent survey showed that less than 20% of men over the age of 18 who are experiencing yeah. mental health difficulties uh, will seek help. Right. Well, I have to say
1: the reluctance to seek help, yes. you know, that general view. Yes. Let's say we're talking to Dr. Yeah. Aaron Bennett, who's a Limerick GP. Uh, I mean, I, I know people say, oh, it's the uh, male thing and, you know, "Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm manly and I won't. But I actually yeah. think it's much more about fear. I think yes. we as men are more afraid in general yeah. than women. And also, I suppose, for other reasons, maybe we've had less reason for extended periods to interact with yeah. GPs as the norm.
0: Absolutely, Joe. you're right. And they've actually shown um, five main factors why men don't seek help or don't visit their GP as frequently as women. And the first one, denial, thinking that symptoms are no big deal and that they'll probably resolve. The second one is they men tend to take too long to do something, this kind of wait and see attitude. And they often then miss the opportunity for early diagnosis and a better outcome. Um, third one um, is probably what you're touching on, is they're worried about asking for help um, and feeling that it may be perceived as being weak. Um, and the concepts of masculinity, they often start in childhood and they can act as barriers. Men and boys often pick up messages that they need to sort things out themselves. Um, the fourth one then is difficulty talking about health issues. Often men feel nervous or embarrassed or uncomfortable talking about health issues. And the fifth one sometimes is they simply do not know where to go to ask for help. But I mean, in in 2022, I mean, is it really good enough
1: for men to be waiting for female partners in many instances to push them towards (laughs) medical intervention?
0: Yeah, and that's a good point. I suppose the next thing is really how can we help? How can we improve on this? Um, Of course, men and boys need to play a central role in taking control of their own health and well-being. However, it's not just um, an issue for each individual man because we all need to change, I think, Joe, service providers, policy makers, friends and family because there can be barriers there outside of men's control making it difficult for them. Yeah, I think that we need to make services more accessible, more gender-friendly and available for men. I find even working in web doctor um, that sometimes men may approach us easier because they see it's maybe more accessible or less embarrassing to approach us than their GP. I think we need to encourage men to engage with their GP for general checkups. And if they get symptoms, to act on that and to go to their doctor or to, um, and when touch. you say
1: when you say embarrassing, I mean is that like you know routine checks of a man's testicles, for example?
0: Is yeah, that, no, and I don't even think it may be something that you would consider embarrassing. But sometimes even just to go and to start with a GP, it may not be an embarrassing symptom at all, Joe. Um, but I think just to go in, they, I think sometimes men don't see services as accessible. And and then I suppose Um, the
1: other thing is, how can you expect boys uh, to take it up as routine if their dads aren't doing it? Yeah,
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think we need to heighten awareness across both men and and boys and that attitudes need to change. And heighten awareness, I think, Joe, of preventable health problems that they understand. Um, And and
1: Diane, I mean, that point you made, I think, was it on average that men die six years before women? Yeah. Yes, I mean, is that a gap that could relatively easily be closed? I mean, there's no specific reason, is there, for that?
0: No, Um, and I think that's where the good news is. I think years ago we were unaware, really, of that difference between men's health and women's health. But a lot of research recently has gone into um, men's health and has showed the challenges for men. But I think now we actually need to change. Um, And I think if we change some attitudes, men are going for their checkups and they're going quickly and taking action themselves and taking control of themselves like you said joe rather than waiting for your partner or your friend to tell you and that they will go to their gp if they get symptoms and that can make a huge difference in a diagnosis of a cancer or a heart disease can make the outcome so much better
1: and and can it also be about not just length of life but the quality of the life you live
0: Absolutely. And I mentioned that at the start, the average number of years lived in good health free from disability is actually lower for men than women. So it's not just the years lived, it's also the years lived healthily. Yeah. Um, but I think it's not just men that need to change. I think we all, it's a societal change. And, and um, tell I me now,
1: I mean, Dr. Diane Venice, you know, as a female GP yourself, do you think men are desperate agents?
0: No, no, not at all. It's um, almost
1: though. I mean, when you, the, everything you've outlined at the beginning does seem a lot of the time to come down with come down to a little bit of uh, I don't know what you describe it as
0: um, I think it's some attitudes that are built into men that they should maybe wait and see, they need to sort it out themselves um, Sort it out and themselves, I, I mean
1: I, I love yeah. that
0: Yeah, I you know, have a, a lump
1: on my neck but I need to sort it out myself, how yeah. do you answer that? By what, imagining it away? <laughs>
0: Yes, or that they'll wait and see, or that it will go away. Um, so I think... And, I, and do you know I what's really
1: interesting it's about, I think, is really interesting about this? And look, we've all been guilty of it. I've been guilty of it myself. Yes. I might say at home, you know, what do you think of this? Go to your GP. Yes. They're the expert. Yes, that's the, uh, that's what I get. Yeah. And funny enough, when I go to the GP, you know, nine times out of ten, it's, yeah, I wouldn't worry about that. Um, we'll keep yeah. an eye to come back to me in six months. And and you,
0: you get a great relief from that. Well, if you spend you the six months worrying about it... Yeah, absolutely. And then maybe that time that you're going to your GP, Joe, with one thing, even if that's not serious, you may get your blood done or your blood pressure checked and it's just touching base um, with with your GP and that could pick up on something else. And I think it's a good habit to get into for men and especially young boys. But I think we all need to change. I think it's not just the men and boys. I think society overall um, needs to help with that change um, and that mentality of change.
1: Very good. Well listen thank you very much because I think you've delivered some really important messages uh, right at the start of International Men's Health Week this morning. We appreciate your time and your expertise. That's Dr Diane Bennis who's a Limerick GP with webdoctor.ie
0: Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.